Welcome to another episode of Brick House, the podcast about reframing porn addiction. I'm your host, Ben Fraser, who also happens to be a recovering porn addict. Today, I'm trying something a little different. I decided to do the whole show as a check-in show, but each check-in is going to be over the course of one week. I considered doing this uh, when, uh, when I had a relapse. I thought it would be interesting to podcast every day after the relapse for the first week. That has not happened this time, I'm happy to say. But uh, I've had a bit of a traumatic event. That is, my girlfriend broke up with me for real this time. If you've been following the soap opera <laughs> of my relationship, um, it's a bit of a roller coaster, or it has been. Maybe the roller coaster has uh, come to the end of the ride. So, um, so today I'm going to do day one. Um, because yesterday was the day she broke up with me. So I've got a lot of feelings, but I want to specifically talk about how it relates to porn and my triggers. So um, we've been together for six and a half years. Um, we sleep in the same bed. We, we live together. Um, but since we broke up last night, um, I slept in a different bedroom in an uncomfortable bed um, by myself. And as you may imagine, I had a little trouble sleeping. So the struggle for me last night was that I think of masturbation as a strategy to help me get to sleep. I haven't masturbated in over 180 days, but it was sure tempting last night. So what I want to say to you, because you're kind of my default accountability partner right now, you, the listener, um, my goal is to not masturbate. Why? Well, for me, masturbation is sort of a gateway drug to porn. And in my, in my experience in recovery, every time I start masturbating, then porn is very close behind. And then I have a big binge. So I just can't do it. I just can't do it. So there's the sleeping thing. The other thing is just feeling really bad about myself. Um, It's like, well, it's not my fault, but I just feel bad. I just feel bad. It doesn't help that I didn't sleep hardly at all last night. That just adds to the feeling of feeling bad. What else is going on? Um, Oh, well, today I was supposed to go to this uh, workshop with my girlfriend, but because she broke up with me, (laughs) I didn't go. And as a result... I'm home alone all day long with nothing really I have to do, (laughs) feeling bad. Um, You know, in the past, that has been a big recipe for a porn binge. So it's a big trigger. So what am I doing with that trigger? Um, I did reach out to uh, some people, accountability people. Um, I heard back from two of them. One of my favorite accountability partners has not gotten back to me yet. I could use a conversation with him. So basically my strategy is to try and connect with people. I did make a, um, an appointment or date, not a date exactly, but a, a time to meet with a buddy of mine tonight to, um, have some tea and hang out. And, um, I haven't seen him in a while anyway, so it'll be nice to reconnect, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell him my, some part of my sad story 
And that's way better than looking at porn. I'm just trying to get through this this day without looking at porn and without masturbating. And I'm and that's my goal. You know, I also have this idea like after this first week or so, I think my my system will settle down a little bit and things will be easier. All right, I'm signing off for day one. Okay, now uh, it's day two after the breakup. Let's see. I'm actually doing a little better today. Um, feeling more hopeful, less like a victim, and more like um, maybe this was a good idea that she broke up with me. In fact, maybe I should thank her for breaking up with me so I don't have to break up with her. Um, starting to see possibilities starting to see that maybe I've been stuck in this relationship that's not been that good for me. So that's a different perspective. Um, feeling anxious today. Feeling feeling anxious like I don't quite know what to do with myself. One, one little confession I have to make. Still no porn, no masturbation. Yay for that. But uh, the confession I have to make is that I, I signed up on a dating site. Two days after I broke up. Um, so that sounds really slimy and terrible. But I will tell you that um, I didn't like contact anybody. I'm not trying to contact anybody. That would be crazy. Um, and I don't want anybody to contact me either. Um, so um, so I think I've set it up so that nobody can actually see my profile. And basically, I just felt like I wanted to see that there's some single women out there it's like, oh, based on their profile, it's like, this is somebody I'd be interested in getting to know. So I'm going to, now that I confess that, I'm also going to confess that I'm not actually going to contact anybody until I'm living, uh, not living in the same house with my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Because that's just slimy, you know? That's just slimy, I think. I don't know. I don't really want to judge you if that's what you're doing, but... It's like, there's no point in dating anybody until I'm available. And obviously, obviously, I'm not available now. And I don't, I, I don't want to pretend I'm available, even to myself. It's like, no. I need months. I need months before that could happen. But it's just, it, it was sort of hopeful for me to know that, oh, somebody's out there. There are some, there are some women out there who, who could be a good match for me. Maybe better than my current ones. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Other things. Um, um, let's see. Oh, one thing I've been doing is I, I left my phone um, in my office last night instead of by my bed, just to get just to put the um, make it harder for me to look at porn, basically. So that seemed like a good decision. Um, I've been drinking a lot of water. Um, I filled up a, a I don't know a, a canister with water, and my goal was to drink all of it yesterday and I did and then I'm doing that again which I think is healthy I didn't sleep very well last night but I slept better last night than than the night before um, I did manage to connect with some guys yesterday the three guys I contacted they all they all got back to me and today I'm, I'm contacting more people I think it's just really important that I'm not isolated that I try to connect with my community as much as I can so that's my goal um, for this week is to really connect with, with people. All right, well, I think that's good for day two.
Okay, day three after the breakup. Um, I'm doing better today. Um, let's see. I got to sleep last night, the best since the breakup. Partly that was because I got to sleep in my own bed instead of the guest room. I think that was a big reason. Um, but maybe it's also because I'm, I'm kind of coming to terms with it. I'm kind of feel like I'm settling a little bit. I still feel kind of up in the air, kind of anxious. Um, but things are sort of settling down. I'm kind of, you know, my world has been rocked. And it's like there's been an earthquake and I'm, you know, digging out of the rubble and trying to see what is still standing. So um, I'm gradually kind of getting a sense of, of what, where I am and what the next steps are. Um, my struggle right now is I've been on this dating site and I keep going there and keep checking out, checking out, you know, women I want to date. And I, I'm not, again, I'm not actually pursuing anybody. I'm not emailing anybody because obviously I'm not, I'm not ready to date anybody. But um, it feels a little, it feels a little obsessed. It feels a little compulsive, like looking at porn. I'm feeling like I get a dopamine hit every time I do it. And I'm kind of sneaking around a little bit, um, hiding it from my partner um, and stuff. So, or my ex-girlfriend. So, it it doesn't seem like something I need to do. I've I've I want to. I think I need to make a decision, uh, an agreement with myself that I won't go to this dating site for until the um, until the next time I. I record for this podcast. So whenever that is tomorrow, um, I will not look at that dating site. There's no reason for me to do it. it makes no sense. So um, that's a promise. And tune in momentarily to see if I kept that promise. Oh, uh, one more thing about um, day three. Um, yesterday, I wrote a song about the breakup. And that was great. That was great. I had a good time, kind of like a blues song. Um, and I really got a lot of my feelings out and um, felt good about that. Um, and also, I should mention that I have been good about connecting with other guys and had some more connections last night and uh, today. And just, you know, talking about how I'm feeling, what's going on with me. It's um, That's really helping me get through this time. Okay. End of day three. All right, we're on day four after the breakup. Still no um, porn or masturbation. Last night was really challenging uh, for the masturbation part. Um, I kept, it was almost like the voice of the wolf in the web series. It's like, what's the big deal? It won't hurt anything. And I just have to. I just kept having to remind myself that to remember that um, masturbation always leads to porn for me. It just does. So I can't do it. I have to, and and I didn't, and it turned out okay. So um, I wanted to also uh, fill you in about what's going on with the the dating site. Um, So I had a conversation with uh, two people two of my kind of supporters and allies, and I told them I was struggling with the, this using the dating site, and they both said, well, it's better than porn. And one of them said, go ahead, you should do it. It's a good idea. 
It's a good use of your time. It's, it's, that's what you should be thinking about. So I decided to go ahead and um, keep work, keep doing some stuff on the dating site. I do feel pretty strongly that I should not actually try to date anybody or even contact anybody until I am not living in this house with my girlfriend anymore. I just, it feels like that will be a step that I need to take before I could actually start dating. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting by. The thing that's helping me the most really is, is talking to people. And I did talk to um, my um, business partner today and she was felt really bad about it, but it helped me to process things and it helped me put things in perspective. So that's good. So that's all I want to say about day four. All right. So it's day five since the breakup. Um, it's, I don't know. I'm not feeling that great today. I didn't get any exercise yet. It's 5 p.m. I haven't exercised, but I think I'm going to do that right after this. Um, had a big, busy work day. Um, in some ways, work is good because it distracts me from the feelings. Um, so what am I feeling? Um, just general crappiness, I guess. You know, I was all excited about the dating the dating site, um, but now I'm remembering dating is really hard and frustrating and heartbreaking in a lot of ways. There was somebody that it was on the dating site. I thought, oh, I really like her. I'm going to contact her in a couple months when I'm ready. And I went to look at her profile today and it was gone. She like disappeared. It's like, oh yeah, I remember this. Somebody you think is you're going to like is not there or they don't write back. Um, and it's not actually fun. It's not fun at all. It's disappointing and frustrating and depressing. Um, so, so there is that. Um, so, um, you know, and I'm thinking more about like what I'm going to have to do and how much money it's going to cost to move and stuff like that. But, um, so the, the good news is I still haven't looked at porn, still haven't masturbated. I did, I'm still not sleeping that great. I slept a little better last night, but um, not great. I, you know, when I start sleeping better, then then I'll know that I've hit a new a new milestone. So um, that's it. I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm reporting in on these things because it does help me it helps me stay sober in this really stressful, difficult time. All right, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. All right, <clears throat> day six after the breakup. Um, so last night I was talking to a somebody who's kind of helped me help me think about things, and his suggestion was to um, not give up, to go out and buy flowers for my ex, tell her I love her, tell her she's wonderful because I hadn't done that enough in the relationship, which I guess that's true. And he was thinking that maybe I was like giving up too soon. And I'm thinking like, I, are you kidding? I haven't, it's been six and a half years. We've been working really hard for the last two. Um, I, I, my, my problem is not giving up too soon. My problem is hanging on too long. 
It's like keep thinking that I can work it out when I can't, you know? I keep it's like my my thing is like I know there's problems, but we can work it out. And um until finally I get to the point where like uh, I guess we can't work it out. This would be the third long-term relationship where I did that exact thing where I say I know there's problems, but I think I can work it out. I think we can work it out. So this is something I need to work on is like recognizing that there are some things that we can't work out and should, you know, it's, we should stop trying, but that's, that's not my problem. My problem is not giving up too early. And today I was talking to my buddy, Jim, who you might remember from episode nine, and he identified another issue that I have. This is pretty good for six days, huh? I'm, I'm doing a lot of work. Um, so this issue is that, um, so I don't believe in, mas- I've, I've been avoiding masturbation because it leads to porn. And I mentioned that like, if I meet somebody new, I think there's a lot of sexual tension because I'm not masturbating and I'm like, you know, excited. And that might be one reason why I kind of jump into relationships too soon is because I'm like sexually frustrated. And so he said, well, why don't you just masturbate? And I said, well, because if I masturbate, then I look at porn. And he said, you need to work on that. You need to try that. He actually gave me an assignment. He said I should masturbate sometime this week without looking at porn and get used to it. And I said, well, it's, and I said, but I, the thing is when I first learned to masturbate, it was looking at porn. So I, there's this association in my head, but it's like, he goes, you should fix that. So I'm thinking about that now, trying to see if that makes sense. All right. Well, that's it for day six. Tomorrow we're going to therapy. I will give a little report after that. (sighs) Day seven. So I just got back from therapy with my girlfriend. We're still broken up. We are broken up. It's happening. All right, let's talk about the porn and masturbation thing. Still haven't looked at porn, still haven't masturbated. Been thinking a lot. (laughs) The pull has been very, very strong today. I'm just feeling very anxious. And when when my buddy Jim said um, a couple days ago, yesterday, that um, masturbation might be a good thing for me, that just got things going in my brain. Um, so I I don't think it makes sense to masturbate at the moment um, because I think it'll just be compulsive really, really fast. So if I can just keep not doing it, that'll be good. So what am I feeling? Um, so there's something interesting happened in therapy is that I've been feeling really anxious all day and feeling like I want to look at porn, want to masturbate. Um, Just to, you know, just to feel normal, just to basically to deal with the anxiety, I guess. Just to kind of come down, trying to bring myself down. Um, But something happened in therapy where my girlfriend said, 
that she she apologized for blaming me for all the things that she blamed me for. That was pretty great. She also said that, you know, she she had said in our last session that she was a really good communicator and she kind of said, well, you know, obviously I'm not that great a communicator sometimes. And she said she wanted to be friends and she wanted us to, she still really loved me, but it doesn't make sense to be together. So that was good to hear. But the thing I want to tell you is that hearing those things really took my anxiety level down and my desire to masturbate and look at porn it, it took it down. So, so guess what I'm noticing is that, you know, when somebody says they love you and care about you and they're sorry they mistreated you, that, that those feelings can make me feel connected enough to somebody else and to myself that, that I don't have to try and find some other way of comforting myself. So that's good to know. Well, I, I hope this has been helpful for you to hear how I'm dealing with this struggle because I'm sure some of you out there are struggling. And so I'm just sharing with you, I guess, the things that I figured out to help me through this time. And I'm hoping that you could use some of those things too. So to, to sum up, the thing that's been most helpful is just talking to guys, mainly guys, about my struggle. Um, the emotional struggle with my girlfriend and just really processing my feelings as much as I can and not keeping it to myself. Um, so, so that's, that's been really important and also exercise, of course, but mainly talking to people. So I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep talking to people. Um, this week I've, I've actually set up times to talk to somebody every day and, um, I think it'd be really good to keep doing that if I can. Even if it's just like 10 minutes on the phone with somebody, it really helps. So so um, I encourage you to do that too. All right, we, this, this has gone on long enough, so I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. You can find links to some of the things I talked about in the show notes. I don't know if there's going to be any notes today. Um, if you have questions or comments, if you want to watch the Brick House web series, or listen to other podcast episodes, go to BrickHouseWebSeries.com. Feel free to drop me a line and know how you're doing. All right, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks.